Hi everyone, welcome back to the Do You Know Drones podcast. My name is Jason, I'm your host, and today we have a good one for you, a good one on drone insurance. What are your questions about drone insurance? Leave some of your questions down in the comments. Today we have Yuval, a broker at Skywatch AI Drone Insurance, a proud sponsor of this podcast, so I'm very appreciative of them. If you find this content valuable, don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your friends. But today we're gonna answer your questions, we're gonna answer some of my questions, and I hope you're ready, because we're starting right now. Hello everyone, this is Jason Sansusi with Do You Know Drones, and I am honored to have our podcast sponsor, Skywatch AI, and I have uh, Yuval with me. Yuval, hello. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Truly, truly my pleasure. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about. It's actually a topic that's that's pretty uh, pretty hot right now. There's a lot of new drone, drone pilots out there. The number is growing constantly. Uh, not only there's a lot of questions in the industry regarding drone insurance, and there's a lot of confusion. So we're here to try to set the record straight and talk a little bit more about understanding your policy. Just what it is and I'm, I'm just going to hand it over to you all she's the expert and i'm just going to sit back and i, I want to hear her perspective i have a couple questions but overall i think she's going to cover quite a bit so you've all shows yours all right awesome well again thanks for having me i'm very excited to be here because i know that insurance language can sometimes be a little bit confusing and i think that just really making it into conversational you know speaking terms is helpful and Quite frankly, I am always down to talk about insurance, <laughs> so I find this to be a fascinating topic. Um, with that being said, I figured we'll just jump right in. We'll jump right uh, in. Yeah, I'll give a little bit about myself. I've been working. That'd be at great. Skywatch. Yeah, I've been working at Skywatch um, Drone Insurance for about two years now. Um, when we first got got started, you know, I was pretty much new to the drone industry. Um, didn't have any experience um, working with drone pilots or anything like that. Um, but really, because that because our company is so um, client focused, and you know, we want to work with pilots to understand their needs and their coverage needs. You know, we have really transformed our product to meet the requests that have been coming in over the past two years. Um, and I really feel that I, I work closely with you know everyday drone pilots. Um, so my expertise isn't a drone pilot, but I work so closely with you know uh, so many people in the industry that. Uh, I think that I might be a good reference point for a lot of Get people. Getting the lingo. Good. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, with that being said, I'm also a licensed broker. Um, so any of your insurance questions, you know, can always be directed to me um, and I'll be happy to always discuss. Um, with that being said, I'm just going to jump right into the actual policy. So basically, what does drone insurance entail, right? That's, you know, the big question. And I think what's important to understand is that when you purchase uh, aviation insurance, you're buying um, liability, third party protection. OK, so you as a drone pilot, you have a job that you want to perform on behalf of a client or, you know, anyone. And you want to make sure that you have insurance that's going to protect you against anything that could come up and injure somebody else. Right. So a lot of times we buy insurance, you know, car insurance or home insurance or things that are going to protect us. Um, and with your with your Skywatch or with your drone insurance policy, you're going to be getting third party liability to protect others for anything that can happen when you're using your drone. Um, so super important to remember that. Um, this Skywatch insurance is third party, um, so always keep that in mind. 
Um, basically, what the way that the policy is broken down is you have liability coverage, which is what I just talked about, and then physical damage coverage. So, you know, you're buying expensive drones, expensive equipment. Um, you want to make sure that that's protected and whether you're traveling or bringing the equipment with you from job to job, if something happens, you want to make sure that that's protected too. So those are really the two major types of coverage that you can get. There's a third party liability and the physical damage protection to the drone itself. The way that the, our product works is you can basically customize your policy and activate it immediately. And you know, the steps of the actual activation is everything that's included in the policy. So if you wanted, we could pull up the customization and then that way when I'm talking about like bodily injury, you'll see the limit that you select, the physical damage, you'll see the Ooh, right, so that sounds fun. All right, where am I going? Got it. So basically what you see here is the um, customization screen. And this is where you basically make the decision of what you want covered in your policy, right? So every policy is going to have liability. That's an automatic coverage that, you know, every policy that's bound is going to have third party liability. But you have the ability to kind of choose what you want to add. So if you want to modify it, if you want to add physical damage coverage, which is optional, if you are flying indoors, you know, for commercial purposes, and you need to add that coverage, everything's going to be available to you here. Oh, wow. So basically what you see here, you see the first thing under the customized policy, it says choose your liability limit, right? Yes. So you have the option to choose between half a million all the way up to 5 million. Um, and yeah, you actually hovered over the little uh, tool tip there with the question mark and you'll see exactly what's included. So again, this goes back to, you know, insurance lingo can always be so scary and intimidating, but we've really put all of it on the homepage so that when you're activating it, you see exactly what's there. Um, you're going to have, oh, sorry, could you go and click on that again? Oh, of course. Perfect. Okay. So you're going to have, you see personal injuries, invasion of privacy claims, bodily injury, medical expenses, and property damage. So that's what's included in your liability, right? Um, if you know something happens and you damage a home or something like that, you're going to want to make sure you have property damage. And of course, if anyone is injured, you're going to want to make sure that their medical treatment will be covered. So basically the limit that you select is going to give you that coverage. Um, the only one that differs a little bit is going to be personal injury and invasion okay. of privacy. Now, this can be kind of a confusing topic because a lot of times people imagine, as, you know, they hear personal injury and they immediately say medical expenses or, you know, damage to, to the body or something like that. And it's actually um, quite confusing because personal injury is not referring to uh, bodily injury. It's referring to invasion of privacy or libel, slander, things like that. Um, so even though, of course, you know, a situation like that could arise, it's less likely than, you know, you needing bodily injury coverage. So the, the bodily injury coverage is going to be up to that limit that you choose there, whether it's half a million, one million, two million and five million. And then the personal injury, you can kind of adjust the prices there. I, when we scroll down, you'll be able to see that. Okay. Okay. So we discussed the bodily injury and the property damage limits and um, everything. That, so then you're going to see that that's how your premium is calculated, right? So you see that your total price is calculated for the liability that you selected for that monthly period. Yes. Now, if you want to modify the, the policy and add certain coverages, you have the ability to do so, or you can activate it as is. This is the minimum requirement, okay? Um, so that you'll see the next step, it says add physical damage coverage, and that's where you can essentially just add your drone and equipment. So if you experience a flyaway or your drone is stolen, or if your drone you know, sinks, um, if you're flying over water, 
things like this are going to be covered under the hull coverage. And if it gets shot down? Yes, again, I, if it gets shot down. Now, the, the thing about um, physical damage coverage is that we do require, you know, when you file a claim with us for physical damage, that you do require, uh, you do provide proof of flight. So it is always important to remember that, you know, you are tracking your your logbook and that you have a way to just show that your flight did take place and that your drone was, you know, shot down or got lost or flew away. So you just want to make sure that you can really show that the flight took place. That's what's important here. Okay. Are there any other type of um, proofs that we could provide? Like no. perhaps an image, you know, a, a geocoded timestamped image mm -hmm. from the flight. So that would be a great, um, another alternative. Another thing is um, witnesses, you know, if there were somebody on scene who can uh, sign a, you know, some sort of testimonial that they were there. Testimonial. Like a visual observer. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, you know, there is a co-pilot or somebody there that can uh, verify this. Uh, so that's also important. And, you know, of course, images of you on scene. So where you were flying, uh, you know, when it happened. Um, the more detail is always going to be the 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 easier that it is and of course drone pilots you know if something happens to your drone and you want to get back to work you want that claim to be uh taken care of quickly so you want to make sure that you can provide as much as possible in order to make it go smoothly really nice and is there uh i mean obviously you've seen other insurance providers um you know some of the big guys they'll have they'll have an app can you can you file that claim right within the app mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. So we basically have a online claims portal. Um, so you can log in on desktop. And if you don't, if you're on the phone, you can just go into the app and it'll redirect you to the portal. Okay. Awesome. On, on the mobile. So you'll be able to do that quickly. Um, and one thing that is important to also mention about the physical damage on a brighter note than the claim side of things, you know, people get new equipment often. So you might start with one drone and then you're going to acquire more and add them onto your fleet so you always have the option to add on so if you start a policy and then two weeks later you get something new you do have that ability to um, modify it as you go and take drones off take equipment off um you know month over month so important to remember that you know your insurance can grow uh with you <laughs> with you that's and your good business. that's good that is good to know yeah, perfect. So, now, so let's say I wanted to add. So if I wanted to add the physical, the hull coverage, if I wanted mm -hmm. to add the hull coverage here. Right. It is optional. So I would. So I see two things. There's add drone and add equipment. What's the difference mm -hmm. between the two? Yeah, great question. So basically, your equipment is just going to be any added, any added drone equipment. So whether you have a case or some extra batteries or a spare part. Mm -hmm. So it so is that covers sensors, or would that be underneath the drone? Yeah, if you have added sensor. So basically, if a drone, if your drone comes with the sensor, then that's going to be just included on the drone. But you sure. know, if you buy a new gimbal or you buy a new sensor, you can add that um, individually because you never know if it's in the case and you're flying the drone and then something happens to the case. You know, they are separate. You're going to pay like a separate premium. That's why we allow you to separate them. Makes sense. So but but that actually leads up to another question. So if the other piece of equipment, like, for example, we fly drones that are the drones themselves, maybe you know, five, $6,000, the piece of equipment might be a quarter million dollars. Mm -hmm. So would that be, and it is a separate piece of equipment right. that can fly on any piece of drone. Would we add that as equipment 
So, so two things here. First of all, when you're talking about equipment that has like such high values, um, you definitely will want to speak to a member of our team just because given the higher risk, um, some of the conditions of the policy do change. So you'll see that through the portal, you can insure equipment up to $15,000. Okay. Anything above that, you're just going to want to touch base with us and we'll have to kind of help you do it manually and review the risks associated and kind of offer a different solution for that just because, um, you know, if you're buying a quarter of a million dollar equipment, you're going to want to talk to somebody about totally it. Totally makes sense. No, that, that's very helpful. It's good. It's good to know that this is for the, uh, I mean, this is honestly for the 80, 90% use case, right? Um, this, you guys have designed this around the, the, not just the hobbyist, but the commercial drone pilot that is not flying quarter million dollar pieces of equipment around. Um, right. But you are able to do that as well, which is, like I said, being as flexible as you are is something that I think is a huge value overall mm -hmm. to the industry. Right. We've basically focused on creating a easy solution for everyday commercial operations. Um, that being said, something that's not everyday doesn't mean that we don't have a solution for it. It just needs to undergo a little bit more of, you know, of an underwriting process. Talk to us. We want to understand the risks that we make sure that you're getting the right coverage. Makes sense. Makes mm -hmm. sense. Awesome. And then um, I also wanted to mention another part, the equipment. It's important to note that everything about the Skywatch policy is aviation related. So the equipment that you're going to be able to insure is if it's drone specific. So if you have an iPhone that you're using only for the drone, we're not going to insure that because an iPhone is not a drone specific piece of equipment. So, you know, things like that, like iPad, that's not going to be, but a smart control, a DJI smart controller can be added onto the policy. Sure, like a DJI Crystal Sky monitor that can be, right. right. Makes exactly. sense. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go quickly just through the added additional coverage. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that, you know, if you wanted to modify, so you're flying indoors, you want to make sure that your policy is going to include that in the liability. Um, if you do feel that the personal injury, which we talked about earlier about the, you know, invasion of privacy and things like that, if you want to bring that up to a higher value, this is where you can do so. Um, and then lastly, oh, and then of course, worldwide coverage. This is also something that we started offering. So if you are in the US, but you have a commercial plan overseas, get in touch with us and we will get that included for you as well. That's great to know. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so last but not least, as I mentioned, we are, you know, ensuring ourselves to make sure that we're not uh, hurting anyone else or making sure that we have protection against a third party. So this basically allows you, um, this feature right here, the adding additional insured, it allows you to add somebody to your policy. So that way, if, um, you know, they're on scene with you or they, um, any damage is done, um, including you know your client or the venue where you're working at, they too will be covered under your policy. And by adding them as an additional insured, you'll get paperwork where with them listed, and then you can really show, you know, here's my policy document. See, you're listed on it <laughs> as proof of coverage, and this doesn't affect your premium. So you can add additional insured, and it's included in the price that you already pay. That's wonderful. Yeah, that happens all the time. And being that I don't have to email you the information, I can just do it right here very handy yes exactly and you'll get it you know immediately you'll just be able to download it right there and get a copy to your email that's fantastic and what about things like waivers of subrogation mm -hmm. great yeah so that is another thing so when you add an additional insured to your policy on the coi on the certificate it's going to automatically have a waiver of subrogation there so that's Wonderful. um 
already there for you. Now, sometimes, you know, people do get all different types of requests. People will say, I need it to have this wording and I need it to say this. So we also accommodate this, not um, automatically through the platform, but we have a um, very fast working support team that's always available to take the, take care of exactly these sort of requests. So if you have a client who wants to see the waiver of subrogation in more detail, we can generate an additional insured endorsement for you. Um, and it'll kind of give a little bit more details about the coverage itself, um, put the client's information and again, show that waiver for you. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so now we've been through the been through the form. Um, I'm now curious. So I'm gonna switch back. Let's let's yeah. let's let's have some real talk. So yeah. I'm curious. Like, so what is like the number one thing that you want that you want drone pilots to understand about drone insurance? Oh wow. <laughs> Let me try to limit that. To right one. on the spot. There's so much to say about this, of course. But um, I mean, that's a great question. I want I would I want to say that. I want drone pilots to know that the insurance really is there to um, help them get their job done. Okay, there is really so many projects that are so many companies that are using drones today for such great, you know, uh, commercial jobs. And sometimes it's hard to get approvals in place. And sometimes it's hard to get people to want to use the drone, you know, people are skeptical. Um, and drone insurance is really your way of just, you know, making yourself the safer, more reliable, um, smarter pilot, and really gives you just that added layer of protection to show that you are um, responsible and you are professional and that there's no like, you know, scheme or anything behind this policy. It's really for your own um, benefit and it's really going to further the industry, I believe. I really do think that, you know, pilots who are willing to mitigate, uh, mitigate the risk and get that policy in place without having to show that they're required to do so um, is going to really further the industry. Speaking of furthering the industry, thank you so much for the segue. Obviously, <laughs> FAA just came out with their new rulings for uh, Mm -hmm. uh, remote ID operations over people, night operations. I'm curious, what is your your take? What what is that ruling? What does it impact on on insurance? Like from your perspective? Mm -hmm. So, from my perspective, you know, of the impact of insurance, the insurance itself isn't going to change. I think the mentality and understanding and valuing the insurance is going to change. The policy that you know that we just kind of went through. It's there for pilots right now without the requirement of having to purchase insurance. You know, it's already there, it's already available, it's at your fingertips. Um, and I think that this ruling um, will only further push people to actually get insured and actually buy insurance policies. Um, I think that's where the shift is gonna be. You know, our policies do cover a lot, you know, a lot of the operations that are currently being done by drone pilots all over the US and in Canada. And um, we take into consideration the risks and, and everything. So in, in my perspective, the insurance policy itself won't be uh, changing too much. Um, perhaps, you know, with more um, things that go into place that, you know, maybe people will have to prove their certificate, uh, their commercial license or things like that, but the actual policy won't be changing much. I think it's just going to be a push towards the insurance. Wonderful. Okay. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I'm, I'm curious. So uh, as far as like, what are some of the biggest like challenges? I know you're not, you know, not necessarily like diving into this industry, but you're learning a lot. Like but from your perspective, what are some of the, like the challenges and opportunities that you see in 2021 
for drone insurance and for the industry at large. Just, you know, just curious to know what your thoughts are. Um, let me think about that for a second. Yeah. No, no, no problem. Think about that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I think that, um, right now, um, the way that drone operations are approved is not streamlined. I think that, you know, people have um, big hopes of winning a bid or getting, you know, a certain project. And because of the need to get everything approved and, and you know, s certain municipalities will have the way that they need it done. And I think that because there's not one uniform um, way to go about it, it delays pilots from you know, actually being able to take on opportunities. For example, we have pilots who work with, um, you know, everything from Film LA to Bureau of Land Management to Department of Transportation. And each one of them has different requirements, different needs. Each one of them wants to see a different piece of paper. Each one of them wants, you know, a different example. And, and at the end of the day, the individual contractor or the individual drone pilot doesn't know exactly what is expected of them or what's required and sometimes might not want to uh you know whip out that payment because sometimes there's this needs uh, a special approval and you have to pay a premium for this and th and there's like a lot of different um steps that have to be taken in order to get approved and I think that um, if we're able to find a streamlined solution to make sure that we have, you know, insurance that is documented and it meets a lot of different requirements on a lot of different levels, we're going to make um, life a lot easier and essentially more jobs are going to be done more effectively. I mean, we've seen the benefits of drones for so many things. Why not utilize them more? You know, why not uh, take advantage of what they're offering? Um, and only because we're not able to get paperwork for insurance or approvals, things like that. Um, in my opinion, is a, is a frustration. <laughs> you know, I'm not a drone pilot, but I experience firsthand. I see people, you know, will send a document and it'll be sent back four or five times until it's approved. And I think that there's a lack of communication. I think there is, um, there needs to be a more streamlined process, essentially. I 100% agree with you. And I'll reframe it just a little bit. I think there needs to be more standardization. Right. I think standardization, standards in all portions of standards related to testing, training, insurance, right. uh, requirements, safety, everything, everything. If there was, uh, and it could be industry specific because obviously everything's going to have their own. But like right now, the lack of a standard for, mm -hmm. for anything, honestly, is a challenge. But mm -hmm. in every challenge, just like COVID, lies an opportunity, right? There's an opportunity here for uh, industry leaders, voices, mm -hmm. literally anyone to step up and start right. creating and having those dialogues. So mm -hmm. part of what we're doing, the whole purpose of why I wanted to start this, this podcast to begin with was not to showcase, you know, my, my lighting ability, but <laughs> really to, to educate, like to, there's public perception is, and I probably, I probably say this or write this a couple times a day and public perception is still evolving related mm -hmm. to the drone industry. And I think the more we standardize, the easier it's going to become, the more consistent we become, the easier it's, or it's going to become for the market to accelerate. And that's in every, every single portion of the market, insurance included. So I think Absolutely. that's- I mean, you said it so beautifully and I'm glad that you took a second to, to reframe my thoughts because that is exactly what I, what I think. I think that, um, you know, everyone has good intentions and everyone wants it to be there, but, um, but until there's kind of like a, 
a more standardized process that we can adhere to, um, you know, we're going to keep tackling these frustrations as they come. hundred percent agree. hundred percent agree. Um, so I, I'm going to open it up. Is there something that you want to, to tell this, this is your time to, to mm -hmm. brag, to boast, to, <laughs> to spotlight anything on Skywatch AI. I, like I said, I value you guys as a sponsor and I think you're doing great things. I hear nothing but wonderful things. You have a lot of people that you work with in this industry and I just want to give you, give you a moment to, to say whatever you want to say. Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, of course, I think that one thing that's the most amazing um, aspect of our company is really our focus on drone pilots and our customers. Um, we really do take every request and it doesn't just stop at the support level. It's going to be brought back into product and engineering. And we really, I mean, I don't know if anyone out there is listening and has been with us since, you know, the very beginning, but if you take a look at how we started and where we are now, there has been tremendous amounts of change. And that's highly due to AR communication with the people that we work with, the, you know, our, our policy holders, um, and our desire to actually make the product uh, easier and um, have all the functions needed. And I think that as the drone industry continues to change, so will we, you know, we're not um, by any means like, this is our policy, this is what we offer and we're closing the door. I really think that, you know, we're so focused on also the insurance side, but also the drone industry and really finding a good connection between the two and making sure that we're staying up to date always with what's going on in the drone industry so that we don't, you know, miss future opportunities and that we're continuing to move on with the industry and advance and accelerate. So that's really my my favorite part about, uh, <laughs> about Skywatch. Um, and with that being said, it's very important for me to have a you know, an understanding of what our policy includes and make sure that I'm reiterating that to our, our clients and making sure that they know while you can really activate a policy through the app online, we're also here. We're also human beings. You know, our team is always available to talk, to email, schedule a call. Um, and you don't have to worry that it's just a service that's being provided without a human being behind it. That is extremely important to know because at, at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're all just people. We're trying to do something. We have our own goals. And uh, Skywatch AI is, is helping uh, the industry reach their goals. And we appreciate that. And Yuval, I appreciate your time today. And uh, if there's anything else that we can do together, we definitely want to do that. I'm sure there will be some questions. Hopefully that comes out of this. We can do a follow-up. I think there's a lot of things that we could do here. And no, uh, just thank you so much. Definitely appreciate your time today. And My pleasure, anytime.